Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from No Thanks No, who says, My 25 female mum, 67, is dying. My sister, 35 female, is dependent on her in every possible way. Other sister, 37 female, and brother-in-law, 39 male, are now talking about how we will all have to take over for mum and take care of our sister. I do not want to do this. I will try to be brief. My sister Jen, 35 female, has been frankly a mess for her whole life. She's gotten exponentially worse since age 18 and literally expects the whole world to revolve around her and cater to her. Unfortunately, it often does, and that's because my mum constantly gave in to her demands. She's also very demanding of our other sister, Paula, 37, and myself, mostly of our time, but also of Paula's money. Jen will whine about how she feels so bad about owing Paula and my mum so much money, but apparently she doesn't feel that bad because she hasn't had a job since she was 19. She claims she sends in applications all the time, but that it's just really hard to get a job right now. I think that's bullshit. She could work somewhere, but she won't apply for anything less than $15 an hour, despite having no skills. Other things to note. Aside from being financially and emotionally dependent, she also can't, or won't, do any regular tasks for herself. She won't go to the grocery store alone. She has no car. She won't do her own laundry. She won't cook, and is very overweight because she just eats junk or orders out. So far this year, my mum has spent over 20k paying for Jen's rent. She lives in an expensive one-bedroom in our city because she refused to look at low-income housing and guess what? My mum allowed her to choose the apartment. My mum has almost no money to her name. Every cent from retirement and pension went to my sister. Those are the basics. Now, of course, this is complicated by the fact that she is not well mentally. She has depression and anxiety and some severe paranoia. Constantly is positive people are making fun of her, etc., which contributes to her fear of working. And many doctors have suggested she might have bipolar or BPD. I understand that she is suffering and in a kind of pain that none of us could fathom. But my pity is just gone. I feel like she could do something, anything, but just won't. Even getting there to a therapist was exhausting and it really hasn't worked at all. She has been in therapy with one of the top doctors in our area, but she isn't completely honest with him. And even he recently told her that if she doesn't do something, there is no point in her seeing him anymore. So, we're at a loss, but frankly, I'm done. I'm upset with everything, and even though it is killing me to watch my mum fade, somewhere inside me I have to admit I'm also angry that she let it happen. I know she couldn't control my sister completely, but I just wish she hadn't just kept giving and giving and giving and creating this unhealthy dynamic. 
So now we're at a crossroads. Paula has been crying to me lately about how terrified and angry she is that now we have to take care of Jen. Financially, emotionally, basic needs, whatever. I went to her house last night and we sat down with her husband and her oldest child, 15 male, to talk about things. She has seemed to just accept her fate and just depressingly acknowledges how now just to keep up paying Jen's rent and etc. But she and her husband have asked me to contribute in any way I can because they have two kids who will eventually go to college and it isn't fair for them to miss out on things because of their unwell aunt. I agree, but I can't do this. I barely talk to Jen anymore and only see her at family events because she's so exhausting and I refuse to cater to her ridiculousness. I tried for so long and it did nothing and now I can see how deeply stuck she truly is. I don't want to be dragged in. I think it's so sad that Paula is convinced she has to take care of our sister. I don't know how to explain that we can say no. My mum was never able to, but we can. Unfortunately, I am seeing that Paula won't accept that and she feels that as the oldest, she is required to do this. I know it's unlikely I can't convince her otherwise, but how can I explain I can't help them continue this pattern of dependency slash codependency? I guess maybe I sound cold, but honestly, I just feel so numb. My mum deteriorated so much over the years and honestly, I blame Jen for a lot of that, causing her so much stress and pain. I think Jen has had too many years and too many chances to change. I give up. As bad as that sounds, I really give up. Now, I think I'll start off straight away saying that, you know, you don't have to help if you don't want to. You certainly don't have to help. And I feel really bad for Paula that she feels that, you know, you have to take care of Jen. And I kind of feel in some ways, maybe the situation would be different if Jen was actually helping herself in this situation, getting the help that she needs. I found it interesting in the therapy session that you mentioned in this particular post, one of the top doctors in your area, and she isn't completely honest with him. And, and then he turned around and told her, if she doesn't do something, there's no point in seeing him anymore. And what you said in this post is proven. If you continue to enable this kind of behavior without uh, trying at all, nothing's going to improve. Paul is already crying about, you know, having what she's going to have to do with like financially and emotionally and dealing with her basic needs. And whilst you certainly don't have to do it, neither does Paula. It may help clear things just going up to Jen and saying, what's going to happen when, you know, mum does pass away? What are you going to do then? Just so she isn't under this belief that you're going to be the ones fronting her rent and paying for her food and doing all this sort of stuff for her. Like she has to start standing on her two feet quickly. But the babes too says, no disrespect to your mother, but she created this mess. I've seen this in my own family. My uncle, who is somewhere in his 50s, is much like your sister. And guess what? After my grandma died, the family just picked up where she left off. It's exhausting and Finally, after a few years of total nonsense, my dad had said done and is putting a timeline in place for uncle to get out on his own and be an adult. Your sister may not be mentally well, but I note that she is not medically disabled. She has the capacity to care for herself, but she chooses not to because much like my uncle, she doesn't have to until now. You know what's coming and I say you put your foot down now. Tell your other siblings no. If you and your other sibs want to be kind, you could let her know up front and start planning for the day mum is gone. But I wouldn't, for a second, consider being mum 2.0 to her. 
she needs to get off her ass and live life. Ask your siblings, do they want to be burdened with this for another 40 years? Because that is exactly what they are signing up for if they take her on. I hope he replies saying thank you and I totally agree. And that's really good that your dad is putting his foot down. I think I'm ready to do that. If anything, I feel stronger because of how angry I am. Not sure if that's good or bad, but it's helping at least with the feelings of guilt over giving up on my sister. It just really breaks my heart that Paula can't do the same. She's going to drag her kids into this situation and I feel awful that my nephew especially will have to deal with the after effects, but I guess there's nothing I can do there. I have a private mini fund started for him and his sister, but still, it sucks to see his parents unintentionally prioritizing their aunt over him. And Auto Delisa says, I would feel exactly as you do. It's clear that while Jen may have some special needs, she's not completely helpless either, and she should be doing a lot more for herself. But we gotta be realistic. While the idea of Jen being literally homeless on the street doesn't bother you now, consider the possibility that it's only because it hasn't happened yet. It may be that your other sister has a better sense of how guilty she'll feel if that were to happen than you do. I know that I can say something won't bother me, but that's just because it's hypothetical. If a social worker at a psych hospital calls you up and informs you that your sister is being released and needs someone to pick her up, will you just hang up the phone? Imagine how you react if sister knocks on your door at 3am, pleading for you to let her in. Will you just ignore her? I'm not intending to lay guilt on you at all, but I just think you and other sister need to figure out a plan so these kinds of gut-wrenching situations don't happen. Personally, I don't know what I would do if even my worst enemy begged to let them sleep on my couch, let alone my crazy-ass sister. Maybe you can just be straight up about the reality facing your sister. If she's truly disabled, she should get eligible for disability, but it can take some time to get approved. She either needs to be filing out a paperwork or some job applications, but just don't let her be blindsided whatever you do. She needs some time to pull herself together. OP replies saying thank you, I definitely understand and I appreciate you laying that out very accurately. I think about all of that so often, it has become too draining. Since Jen was 20 years old, we have been telling her, or more accurately, Paula and my mum, you have six months, apply for disability, etc. But she won't do anything without any hand-holding. And even then, it's not enough. Someone could help her apply, but then she wouldn't do the bare minimum to follow up. We've written and rewritten resumes, had countless family sessions. I can't even tell you how hard we have tried. I just feel I've reached my limit. It hurts more than I can explain, not only losing her as a sister, I will always, always love, but also knowing that she may be out there not only hurting, but suffering, struggling, and homeless. I just can't help her. I can't let that control my actions, or I will honestly just break down. I feel awful knowing how alone and scared she feels deep down, but I am done trying so achingly hard for someone who won't do anything at all, then still lashes out at people who give her everything. Someone suggests to OP about giving her an ultimatum about, you know, get a job and get into therapy, to which OP replies saying, thank you, you're definitely right. Unfortunately, the you have X months to get a job and get into therapy has always been done, but with no actual consequence i.e. my mum would set a deadline with those stipulations. Deadline would come, sister would do nothing, and nothing would happen. I hope that this might be the route Paula takes, but with actually setting those consequences. But I'm not really sure, based on her inability to accept the hardship that comes with this, that Jen might end up homeless without our help. And one more comment and reply from 
ndave t who says in quotes paula has been crying to me lately about how terrified and angry she is that now we have to take care of jen and then says in the discussion you had with paula did you ask her why she thought you and she have to take care of jen did you express your opinion that the two of you do not in fact have to take care of jen opie replies saying oh yes unfortunately maybe because of the fact that she's dealing with so much right now i don't think she's in the mindset to grasp that in a rational way she seems to be convinced that she has the power to change Jen. If I can move her closer to me, I can take her to the gym with me, help her get a job. It's not possible. Hell, Jen lived with her for three years and guess what? She never worked out and never got a job. I don't know why Paula still has this strange hope. I think she is in denial about losing Jen and just think she can fix her. When I did say, well, you don't have to sign her lease or pay for her that's your choice she got really loud and defensive and said that i didn't understand when i said this would be just repeating what mum has done for years because paula is very vocal about mum's decisions being so poor etc she rejected that and said no she won't be doing all of what our mum did hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So then Opie updated the post, which says, Hi everyone, I have a sort of update that I wanted to share since you all helped me so immensely the last time I posted. Please let me start by saying thank you from the bottom of my heart. I was in a very dark and numb place and you really helped me give me some clarity when I desperately needed it. So the basics. My mum is actually doing okay right now. The prognosis was much worse before in that they were saying she could go as quickly as three months. But just a couple of days after my first post, she was able to do more on her own, keep down food, get out of bed and interact much more normally than before. They are saying that if she continues to show consistency like this, it could be a lot longer than we first thought. Regardless, it is a long road ahead and we'll just have to see what happens. Paula has somewhat come to her senses on this whole matter. She and her husband invited me over and she apologized profusely for guilt tripping me and for expecting that I would share a responsibility like this just out of obligation. She said she was not coping well with our mum's condition and was feeling desperate and frankly terrified so she was being a bit irrational. I asked her why she felt obligated to strap herself and her family to Jen and she couldn't really answer beyond saying that she does feel responsible for her well-being as she does for me, her kids, etc. And she doesn't think she could cope with knowingly letting Jen suffer. All I could do was assure her that's not her cross to bear and that she should consider seeing a counselor to talk it through and get some perspective. 
Paula also said she literally cannot support Jen financially in the long term as our mother has to an extreme and she wanted to look into other options for Jen. She explained that she knew she could not put her family second to take care of Jen. So the first thing we did was reach out to Jen's therapist. Thank you to all who suggested it. We had a family session today. It went as expected, I guess. Paula and I went with Jen there. Honestly, I was shaking before I got there because I've been deliberately pulling away from Jen for the last few years and I know she is livid and hurt. I knew Jen would lash out and she certainly did, but it was good in that the therapist, who is one of the best in our area for personality disorders, anxiety, etc., explained that he couldn't help her if she didn't try something and he actually would not recommend that Paula and I support Jen forever if she refused to do something. He asked if Jen would consider accepting a job at, say, McDonald's, and she flat out said, um, no. When he asked why, she just kept repeating, I just don't want to be around people. And he said, okay, but if your sister said she wouldn't support you if you didn't accept it, would you? She said, no, but they shouldn't just cut me off like that. That's fucked up. He said that he blamed our family a lot. Absolutely makes sense. And when Jen said, but they're family, they should be there. He set it up like this. Imagine you were supporting your sisters financially, emotionally, physically, whatever. And someone came up and offered your sisters a job at McDonald's and they said no. How would you react? She said she would be annoyed, but she wouldn't just abandon us. So there wasn't much wiggle room there. I wish she'd explain that it's not abandonment and that we can't drag ourselves down if she won't do the smallest of things. But I'm not a therapist. I was really relieved to have him there because she then jumped up to say how only mum has been there for me. You haven't at all to me. And I explained as best as I could that we all needed to be healthy, happy and functioning to have healthy relationships. It's not me not being there, but I need to support from a distance because it affects me deeply. And in fact, when I was there all the time, it didn't help Jen at all. I said that this had been going on for years and being tightly wrapped up in each other was actually damaging and not helping her at all. He backed me up on that and asked her why she thought that her family should do all this for her. She just kept repeating, because we are family and I would do it for them and I've always been there for them. So yeah, not really budging on that. She also went off about how I've changed since I went to college and blamed my boyfriend for that a lot. She said, how lucky you are not to have to give a fuck. It's easier to be distant. She was extremely angry but crying at this point, which was hard to see. I tried as much as I could not to argue at all, but to say, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I disagree, and refocus us to talking about what the heck we're going to do next. The therapist also tried to do the same, focusing on how Jen needs to move beyond these familial expectations and start to do something for herself. He told her it's going to be extremely hard for her to find a job and it will be a lot of work. She acknowledged she needed to, but then he again asked if she'd now consider accepting a job at McDonald's. And she again said no, that she couldn't explain why. It was so hard to hear this because I just felt like we kept hitting walls. Paula even brought up how she couldn't afford this financially and that when Jen lived with her for over a year, nothing changed. Jen immediately shot back. Well, that was because it was toxic in your house. The therapist asked how she contributed to that toxicity and she said she just didn't like Paula's husband. That was more or less the situation. I left feeling really mixed up, but at least relieved that I tried something. Jen also thanked me for coming, but not before talking to me outside very bitterly about 
how much I've hurt her so much, not been there for her. Repeats of the same stuff in the session. She said, I used to be very family orientated when I was a child through 18, I guess. And I've changed so much and not all families are close, but ours is and we should never not help each other. I explained I needed to take care of myself and I've been trying to do that, get healthier because I have not been doing well mentally or emotionally. I wanted her to do the same. She was somewhat receptive actually and understanding, didn't away from her position that we always shared the same definition of family until I went to college. She said, I was always there for you and then you didn't need me anymore when you met your boyfriend. I said, I'm sorry you feel that way, but that isn't how I feel at all. But we can't all set each other on fire to keep each other warm. Thanks, guys. And that's us being there was actually hurting each other's growth so much. She agreed, but again said, but you're not some stranger off the street. You're my sister. Sorry for the length, but anyway, that seemed to somewhat make sense to her, I guess. I realized though that I will never change that line of thinking and she will always believe that Paula and me, especially, are extremely selfish. Fortunately, after that, she seemed to relax a bit and agreed she needed to wake up and do something. She said she wished something could wake her up, like if she was about to get hit by a train and realized, shit, I need to move. All I could think was that her wake up would be us cutting her off, but the therapist said he wouldn't recommend that. However, he also thinks Paula needs to put a limitation on how long she will help and set a firm line. Jen needs to put in the effort to get a social worker, begin a program that helps adults find jobs and apply for disability. A type of insurance is awful in this state, which complicates things, but she claims she will do the research. So I really don't know. Honestly, I don't have much hope. I just don't. There are so many issues that it just seems insurmountable. I don't expect any change because she hasn't hit any kind of rock bottom. She claimed that me explaining that I would continue to keep her at a distance, her words not mine, but whatever, made her want to change. But I really, really don't believe that. I love her and I always will, but I just don't see that. For me, I just plan on continuing to stay out of this. I hate that she thinks it doesn't affect me, but I have to let that go. The hardest thing for me is all the guilt I feel. For years, we're all living under the notion that if you did something and it hurt someone else's feelings, you're responsible for those person's feelings. And now I'm trying to convince myself that's not true and I'm struggling. I saw plain as day and knew always that me pushing her away is hurting her immensely. I'm aware of that and I still do it. Shouldn't that mean I should be responsible for how she feels? This is where I get stuck. If a kid hurts his friend's feelings, you'd say you should apologize because he's responsible for it. I'm stuck at how I'm absolved of this. I'm stuck because all I can hear is her telling me I've been selfish and knowing that she's right, even if it's for my health. Sorry for this mess of a post. I am very confused about it all and it feels like my life as a whole and everyone in it is just so uncertain. I guess going forward, I am hoping that Jen does as she says she will and looks into the programs her therapist suggested. I am hoping she gets on any track at all. That's all I can really do is hope and offer to help her if she takes those first steps, which I have serious doubts about. Fucking sucks feeling so helpless about it that I just can't let myself dive back in. Ugh. Not the happiest I know, but it's something. More importantly, something even mildly different from all the things my mum did that actually buried us in all this mess. I plan on continuing to talk to Paula and support her as much as I can. Hopefully convince her to come to therapy session with me and, and see that neither of us have to carry this guilt forever. Thank you all again so much.
And now I'm going to turn this one straight to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? If you was in OP's position, perhaps you have been in the past. What would you do in it? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world. Thank you so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn... 